재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 This is Koreascape on TBS EFM 101.3 MHz in Seoul and surrounding areas. Time once again to tap into what Koreans are talking about around the water cooler or online. We call it Culture Pulse and we listen very carefully to what Koreans are tweeting and posting and saying in terms of journalism. We are joined on Thursdays by Natasha So to guide us on our journey. Hey, Natasha. Good morning, Kurt. No big uh, difficulty in guessing what Koreans are talking about this week. It was an obsession all week end long and i think they are continuing to talk about this man versus machine go match that's right the fifth and final game wrapped up on tuesday with google's alphago beating isadol again to win the series 4-1 and i'm not sure how closely you followed the games but it was a huge roller coaster of emotions you know as they progressed through the five rounds mm. you know there was that big shock and horror when isadol had his first loss then disappointment as alphago's win was confirmed in the third round Then extreme happiness, jubilation as Isidore won the fourth round. And then finally acceptance of how far AI had come and admiration for Isidore's fighting spirit by the end of the fifth round. By the fifth. I was so thrilled that he didn't get shut out. Uh, I thought, I I really was afraid by game three that uh, he was going to get steamrolled by Alpha Go. Mm -hmm. I was thrilled that he won at the fourth match. I know a lot of Koreans were biting their nails move by move in every game. I don't know go that well. So I was just happy to get the headline at the end of the game, win or loss. I'm thrilled that he won at least one game. At least one game. It gave out some hope, right? Yeah. And to be honest, I don't think many people watching the games actually knew the meaning of each move. Mm-hmm. We had to sort of um, listen to their interpreters, uh, yeah. commentaries to understand yeah, yeah. the significance. Well, in game four, I, I know that some of the people tweeting were saying, oh, wait a minute, uh, it looks like AlphaGo is getting a little bit shook up here and making some mistakes. Yeah. So it was kind of foreshadowed that maybe Lee would win. But at any rate, this has sparked, it seems, some renewed interest in Go, which otherwise was just seen as, you know, kind of a quiet game you play in the park, right? Quiet game that only sort of middle-aged men play, like yeah. my dad. Um, so absolutely, not counting those who saw it online, the combined viewership of the game over the three terrestrial and the three main cable TV stations for the last game uh, was around 14%, which considering that it was, you know, during work hours, Mm -hmm. during a weekday, it was huge. That's a relatively high rating. Yeah. yeah. It meant that one in seven people watching TV at that time was watching the game. And also, according to a recent NBC News report, sales of Paduk-related books and sales of Isadol's autobiography have been on a sharp rise over the past week. Mm -hmm. Sales of Paduk equipment at retail outlets have doubled on year. And some of the larger Paduk kiwons, or game houses, say they've been inundated with phone calls from interested beginners. Both Korea and humanity have something to avenge now. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Koreans are rising to the challenge. I think there are lots of uh, wannabe Isedos out there wanting, to, wanting yeah. to rescue his honor. Uh-huh. And also on the back of this sudden public interest, Cholanamdo province is pushing to build uh, the nation's first Paduk museum to cement its status as the Paduk Mecca of the country. The province, Cholanamdo province, it's home to some of the world's 
biggest names in Paduk, including Isedor. And that's why they're trying to put a museum there. So there's definitely been a huge surge of interest in the good old game of black and white stones. Sounds like a Paduk hub. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so uh, what have people been saying online about this game and about Isedor? One person wrote, What a drama-filled week. It was one of the most exhilarating and mind-blowing game series in history. And another person, AlphaGo won by a far margin. There's no denying that. But Isadol beautifully displayed what, which, that which is unique to humans, humility and perseverance against all odds. Very good. Mm. Okay, so we can uh, stick a pin in the subject of Go for a while, although I'm, I'm sure we're going to hear a lot more about AI and I'm sure Korea is going to keep sort of self-flagellating that it's not as advanced in AI as it wants to be uh, going forward. What's topic number two today? Topic number two is about TV programs and books on a topic called kodongnyok that are on the rise. So with 27% of the households in Korea now being a one-person household, books and TV programs about this kodongnyok uh, that I mentioned are on the rise. What's that mean? So kodongnyok, it can be defined as the ability to enjoy solitude. Hmm. and the ability to use that as an opportunity for growth and creativity. So being alone but not lonely. Oh, that's oh, beautifully that nice? that's, I think that's a lyric in about a million songs. <laughs> Very <but>. poetic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so kodongnyok. Did I say that right? Kodongnyok. Kodongnyok. Yeah. Uh, this is more and more relevant all the time. We just talked the other day about, uh, how do they say it? The pihonchok? Yeah. The the not-going-to-marry tribe right, right. or the living-alone tribe, mm-hmm. uh, there are so many one-person households mm-hmm. of all ages. Of all ages. And so this is kind of a relevant topic to them. It is. So nowadays, if you go to any bookstore and browse around, you'll soon find that there is a growing sub-genre of self-help books dedicated to this topic. And they come with catchy titles such as 혼자 있는 시간의 힘 or The Strength of Time Spent Alone mm-hmm. or Sometimes we need to be really lonely. Mm. And the central idea is, as you mentioned, lonely, but not, what? Being alone, but not lonely. Uh, So to not define yourself through the relationship with or the evaluation of others, but to lead an autonomous life. I just had in the newsfeed the other day, uh, one particular restaurant is catering to these kind of people by taking Korean barbecue, which is usually a social thing, Uh and giving people little teeny weeny weeny personal barbecues so they can go out and enjoy barbecue just by themselves as a solo diner. Yeah, that's becoming a, not not a trend yet, but it's something that people are calling for more because <laughs> uh, dining by yourself in Korea, it's still... It's almost like a stigma, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, mm. like you have no friends or something. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we've got books catering to this. Do we have other media catering to the alone but not lonely person as well? Okay, so even on TV, there is a growing focus on the need to spend time alone for personal growth and reflection. So, for example, there is a reality program called Na Honja Sanda that follows famous celebrities that live alone. And on a recent episode, one celebrity, he said that while he often jokes that he's lonely, deep down he actually enjoys the solitude and loneliness because it forces him to grow up and connect with his creativity. Hmm. And this resonated with a lot of viewers and there was a whole discussion about that on its own. And likewise on comedian Kim Jae-dong's talk show called Talk to You, One of the topics of their discussion was about doing things on your own, such as, as we talked about just briefly, eating at a restaurant by yourself or watching a movie by yourself at the theatres. And I guess not necessarily enjoying it or making a hobby out of it, but having that as an option if the need arises. Give me a typical online comment about this stuff. Uh, One person wrote, 
I'm in my late 50s with more than 30 years of experience out there in the real world. I found that the most emotionally stable and intellectually stimulating people are the ones that know how to enjoy their own company. And another person, I think it can be just as detrimental to personal growth if you're only comfortable with yourself and not in the company of others. It's just as important for people to come out to the proverbial plaza and bounce ideas off of each other. Very good. Okay, introverts, take heart. Uh, there are plenty <laughs> of others out there just like you. Let's move on to topic three. Uh, we mentioned earlier Generation Maybe and a quirky game that they're playing. Yes, yeah, so it's a game called Versus. And it's become a fad. Um, it's basically where you're presented with two options and you have to choose between the two. Mm. It's basically the would you rather game in the English-speaking world. Okay. So let me ask you two quick questions, Kat. First one. You get to be a superhero. Would you rather be Superman and bring about a transparent and fair society or be Batman and use any means to bring about personal justice? Well, that's sort of a lopsided question. I mean, the Superman abilities are way, way cooler. (laughs) Oh, my Uh, God, you're nerding out on me. (laughs) Batman's just like sort of a self-trained ninja, but Uh uh, Superman's got the cooler. But let me throw one back at you. You're a superhero. Mm -hmm. Would you rather have the ability of flight or invisibility? Invisibility. And you said it just like that. Yeah. I chose invisibility when somebody asked me that too. Actually, yeah. And it says a whole lot about a person. It's a psychological reading, isn't it? It's a psychological <laughs> reading. Do you want everybody seeing you flying and all this stuff? Or do you want to sneak around and be able to go where you want to? And oh, does it do mean what... that I'm sneaky? Can yeah, I, I think flight? it means that you're a wee bit... <laughs> <Go back and laughs> you juice. can't take it back. And you said it like immediately. All right. So what's the, what's the basic gist of this game? It's, it is a psychological reading, isn't it? It is. And so let me just go through some other ones that are very popular. Uh, a famous one is, would you rather? Who would you rather have as a personal tutor? Someone who looks like the idol singer Suji, mm-hmm. but went to a no-name university outside of Seoul, or someone who looks like Onami, a comedian who isn't classically beautiful but went to Seoul National University. It would depend on the the, the subject and how. Uh, badly I needed to learn that subject. If it were Korean tutoring, there's almost no doubt uh, Suji would be the one because I would be, you know, more intently focused uh-huh. on... And watching uh, her mouth as she talks. <laughs> <laughs> now you've turned it into a little bit of a, a, a leery thing, yeah. which is not really what I intended. Yeah. But okay, yeah, I get what you're getting at. Mm-hmm. What kind of person are you is revealed in these things and what are your priorities? Right, right. And uh, so one theory of why they're trending is that we are a generation of maybes, that, you know, we can't make up our minds because of information overload and for fear of making the wrong decision and then having to own the repercussions. Mm. When research from Embrain asked 300 Koreans in their 20s to 40s if they had problems making decisions, 46% answered yes. And the theory is that these versus games, by presenting just two hypothetical uh, situations instead of a vast array and ones that don't have any real-life consequence, it allows them to get the satisfaction of saying... This is what I'll go with, which they presumably can't get elsewhere. A safe space to make a decision. We've got just a little bit of time. Give me a, a comment from one of these generation maybe peoples. Mm-hmm. These games are making a comeback. I'm in my 50s and remember that I played these A or B games when I was in high school. It was harmless fun, but it also gave a glimpse into the value system of your friends. Mm. And, an, and a very popular comment. And there's the mother of all versus games played in every country. Do you like mommy better or daddy better? Oh, that'll keep you thinking all day long (laughs) and you don't want to say anything. 
That is Generation Maybe, and that'll wrap up Culture Pulse. Natasha, thank you for coming in. Thank you for having me. And Koreascape comes right back after this.